Section 10 of Pirates of Panama, The Buccaneers of America, by A. O. Exquemelin, translated by G. A. Williams. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Acacia Wood. Chapter 7, Part 2. After the pirates had been fifteen days in Maracabo, they resolved for Gibraltar, but the inhabitants, having received intelligence thereof, and that they intended afterwards to go to Merida, gave notice of it to the governor there, who was a valiant soldier, and had been an officer in Flanders. His answer was, he would have them take no care, for he hoped in a little while to exterminate the said pirates. Whereupon he came to Gibraltar with four hundred men well armed, ordering at the same time the inhabitants to put themselves in arms, so that in all he made eight hundred fighting men. With the same speed he raised a battery toward the sea, mounted with twenty guns, covered with great baskets of earth. Another battery he placed in another place, mounted with eight guns. This done, he barricaded a narrow passage to the town through which the pirates must pass, opening at the same time another, through much dirt and mud, into the wood, totally unknown to the pirates. The pirates, ignorant of these preparations, having embarked all their prisoners and booty, took their way towards Gibraltar. Being come in sight of the place, they saw the royal standard hanging forth, and that those of the town designed to defend their houses. Lolonois, seeing this, called a council of war what they ought to do, telling his officers and mariners that the difficulty of the enterprise was very great, seeing the Spaniards had had so much time to put themselves in a posture of defense, and had got a good body of men together, with much ammunition. But notwithstanding, said he, have good courage. We must either defend ourselves like good soldiers, or lose our lives with all the riches we have got. Do as I shall do, who am your captain. At other times we have fought with fewer men than we have in our company at present, and yet we have overcome greater numbers than there possibly can be in this town. The more they are, the more glory, and the greater riches we shall gain. The pirates supposed that all the riches of the inhabitants of Maracabo were transported to Gibraltar, or at least the greatest part. After this speech they all promised to follow and obey him. Lolonois made answer, "'Tis well, but know ye withal, that the first man who shall show any fear, or the least apprehension thereof, I will pistol him with my own hands." With this resolution they cast anchor nigh the shore, near three-quarters of a league from the town. Next day before sun-rising they landed three hundred and eighty men well provided, and armed every one with a cutlass, and one or two pistols, and sufficient powder and bullet for thirty charges. Here they all shook hands in testimony of good courage, and began their march." Lolonois speaking thus, Come, my brethren, follow me, and have good courage. They followed their guide, who, believing he led them well, brought them to the way which the governor had barricaded. Not being able to pass that way, they went to the other newly made in the wood among the mire, which the Spaniards could shoot into at pleasure. But the pirates, full of courage, cut down the branches of trees and threw them on the way, that they might not stick in the dirt. Meanwhile, those of Gibraltar fired with their great guns so furiously they could scarce hear nor see for the noise and smoke. Being past the wood, they came on firm ground, where they met with a battery of six guns, which immediately the Spaniards discharged upon them, all loaded with small bullets and pieces of iron, and the Spaniards, sallying forth, set upon them with such fury as caused the pirates to give way, few of them caring to advance towards the fort, many of them being already killed and wounded. This made them go back to seek another way, but the Spaniards, having cut down many trees to hinder the passage, they could find none, but were forced to return to that they had left. Here the Spaniards continued to fire as before, nor would they sally out of their batteries to attack them any more. 
Lolonoi and his companions, not being able to grimp up the baskets of earth, were compelled to use an old stratagem, wherewith at last they deceived, and overcame the Spaniards. Lolonoi retired suddenly with all his men, making show as if he fled. Hereupon the Spaniards, crying out, They flee, they flee, let us follow them, sallied forth with great disorder to the pursuit. Being drawn to some distance from the batteries, which was the pirates' only design, they turned upon them unexpectedly with sword in hand, and killed above two hundred men, and thus, fighting their way through those who remained, they possessed themselves of the batteries. The Spaniards that remained abroad, giving themselves over for lost, fled to the woods. Those in the battery of eight guns surrendered themselves, obtaining quarter for their lives. The pirates, being now become masters of the town, pulled down the Spanish colors and set up their own, taking prisoners as many as they could find. These they carried to the great church, where they raised a battery of several great guns, fearing lest the Spaniards that were fled should rally, and come upon them again. But next day, being all fortified, their fears were over. They gathered the dead to bury them, being above five hundred Spaniards, besides the wounded in the town, and those that died of their wounds in the woods. The pirates had also above one hundred and fifty prisoners, and nigh five hundred slaves, many women and children. Of their own companions, only forty were killed, and almost eighty wounded, whereof the greatest part died through the bad air, which brought fevers and other illness. They put the slain Spaniards into two great boats, and carrying them a quarter of a league to sea, they sunk the boats. This done, they gathered all the plate, household stuff, and merchandise they could, or thought convenient to carry away. The Spaniards, who had anything left, had hid it carefully, but the unsatisfied pirates, not contented with the riches they had got, sought for more goods and merchandise, not sparing those who lived in the fields, such as hunters and planters. They had scarce been eighteen days on the place when the greatest part of the prisoners died for hunger, for in the town were few provisions, especially of flesh, though they had some, but no sufficient quantity of flour of meal, and this the pirates had taken for themselves, as they also took the swine, cows, sheep, and poultry, without allowing any share to the poor prisoners. For these they only provided some small quantity of mules and asses' flesh, and many who could not eat of that loathsome provision died for hunger, their stomachs not being accustomed to such sustenance. Of the prisoners many also died under the torment they sustained to make them discover their money or jewels, and of these some had none, nor knew of none, and others denying what they knew, endured such horrible deaths. Finally, after having been in possession of the town four entire weeks, they sent four of the prisoners to the Spaniards that were fled to the woods, demanding of them a ransom for not burning the town. The sum demanded was ten thousand pieces of eight, which, if not sent, they threatened to reduce it to ashes. For bringing in this money they allowed them only two days, but the Spaniards not having been able to gather so punctually such a sum, the pirates fired many parts of the town, whereupon the inhabitants begged them to help quench the fire, and the ransom should be readily paid. The pirates condescended, helping as much as they could to stop the fire, but notwithstanding all their best endeavors, one part of the town was ruined, especially the church belonging to the monastery was burnt down. After they had received the said sum, they carried aboard all the riches they had got, with a great number of slaves which had not paid the ransom. For all the prisoners had sums of money set upon them, and the slaves were also commanded to be redeemed. Hence they returned to Matacabo, where being arrived they found a general consternation in the whole city, to which they sent three or four prisoners to tell the governor inhabitants they should bring them thirty thousand pieces of eight aboard their ships, for a ransom of their houses, otherwise they should be sacked anew and burnt. Among these debates a party of pirates came on shore, and carried away the images, pictures, and bells of the great church aboard the fleet. 
the spaniards who were sent to demand the sum aforesaid returned with orders to make some agreement who concluded with the pirates to give for their ransom and liberty twenty thousand pieces of eight and five hundred cows provided that they should commit no further hostilities but depart thence presently after payment of money and cattle the one and the other being delivered the whole fleet set sail causing great joy to the inhabitants of maracabo to see themselves quit of them but three days after they renewed their fears with admiration seeing the pirates appear again and re-enter the port with all their ships but these apprehensions vanished upon hearing one of the pirates errand who came ashore from lolonois to demand a skilful pilot to conduct one of the greatest ships over the dangerous bank that lieth at the very entry of the lake which petition or rather command was instantly granted they had now been full two months in those towns wherein they committed those cruel and insolent actions we have related departing thence they took their course to hispaniola and arrived there in eight days casting anchor in a port called isla de la vaca or cow island this island is inhabited by french buccaneers who mostly sell the flesh they hunt to pirates and others who now and then put in there to victual or trade here they unladed their whole cargazon of riches the usual storehouse of the pirates being commonly under the shelter of the buccaneers here they made a dividend of all their prizes and gains according to the order and degree of every one as has been mentioned before having made an exact calculation of all their plunder they found in ready money two hundred sixty thousand pieces of eight this being divided every one received for his share in money as also in silk linen and other commodities to the value of above one hundred pieces of eight those who had been wounded received their first part after the rate mentioned before for the loss of their limbs then they weighed all the plate uncoined reckoning ten pieces of eight to a pound the jewels were prized indifferently either too high or too low by reason of their ignorance this done every one was put to his oath again that he had not smuggled anything from the common stock hence they proceeded to the dividend of the shares of such as were dead in battle or otherwise these shares were given to their friends to be kept entire for them and to be delivered in due time to their nearest relations or their apparent lawful heirs the whole dividend being finished they set sail for tortuga here they arrived a month after to the great joy of most of the island for as to the common pirates in three weeks they had scarce any money left having spent it all in things of little value or lost it at play here had arrived not long before them two french ships with wine and brandy and such like commodities whereby these liquors at the arrival of the pirates were indifferent cheap but this lasted not long for soon after they were enhanced extremely a gallon of brandy being sold for four pieces of eight the governor of the island bought of the pirates the whole cargo of the ship laden with cocoa giving for that rich commodity scarce the twentieth part of its worth thus they made shift to lose and spend the riches they had got in much less time than they were purchased the taverns and stews according to the custom of pirates got the greatest part so that soon after they were forced to seek more by the same unlawful means they had got the former end of chapter seven part two recording by acacia wood